Talk Recorded live. Welcome to Evolution Revolution with Dulcinea. It is Thursday, March 26, 2009. Receiving communication from the heavens is a gentle reminder of the eternal truth of who you are and can offer opportunities for healing, compassion, love, understanding, and peace. Embrace the universal oneness. Evolution Revolution is focused on offering the listeners intuitive and balanced information that fosters transformation both personally and globally, ultimately raising the consciousness on planet Earth. I am a metaphysician, clairvoyant, and clairaudient intuitive, writer, public speaker, PR and marketer, personal advisor to visionaries, leader, and spiritual teacher. Please explore more on my website at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com. Thank you for joining the show this evening, wherever you may be listening. Tonight on Evolution Revolution, I am honored to have an appearance from Carol J. Obley, an acclaimed spiritual medium who has delivered thousands of strong evidentiary messages from the spirit world to people seeking confirmation of life after death and from healing from grief. She is the author of Embracing the Ties That Bind, Connecting with Spirit, and the recently released I Am Still With You, True Stories of Healing Grief Through Spirit Communication. Her work has been featured in newspaper articles, and she speaks regularly on radio and television. In addition to maintaining a private practice near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, she travels nationally to present seminars and workshops on mediumship and spiritual development. Welcome, Carol. Thank you for joining us on Evolution Revolution this evening. Hi, Dulcinea. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's an honor to have you back. You are so gifted. (laughs) So what is the greatest gift for you about being a conduit of spirit messages to earthly souls? Well, um, the blessings that I've received from doing the work, uh, I can't even probably... um, uh, to put them in the language would be inadequate. Um, I, my, my work has transformed me as a vessel for this. Uh, the, probably the greatest thing is to watch people be able to heal when they hear from uh, the spirit world, um, and I'm, I'm just a part of that. You know, uh, the healing is occurring as um, you know, I'm a bridge for those people, and to watch them leave a session much lighter than when they came in. Uh, is really um, its own reward. So uh, in some small part, I'm a part of people's healing journey uh, through mediumship. Very powerful. So tonight we have a caller, Tammy from New Jersey with Elevated Existence Magazine, and I'm going to go ahead and let you connect with her, Carol. Hi, Tammy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, and congratulations on your magazine. I, I took a peek at it, and it's um, the vibration is very high. Very, oh, thank you. Very nice work. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Um, did, did you have a specific question that you wanted to ask, or um, did you want to connect with somebody in spirit? Um, I guess whatever you want to do. I mean, I don't really have a specific question in mind at the moment. Okay. Um, the first thing that I want to get into is is an awareness with you of of the healing journey that you've been on, and how you're illuminating that for other people. And I feel as though the magazine for you is is part of that in in 
uh, bringing awareness to other people of, um, you know, the, the innate ability that they have uh, of spiritual identity. I also feel as though uh, testing or difficulties that you've had, um, you know, in bringing that into manifestation are going to get a lot easier. In other words, the load is going to become a, a lot lighter for you. And it feels to me as though it's been compounded by other things that have been going on around you. So in the next couple of years, you're going to be noticing that um, you're going to have expansion uh, with that particular work. I'm also aware of, um, and you know, this is interesting because, and I'm wondering if this connects to you, before I, when I was meditating before this show, I was aware of a feminine energy that had wanted to connect, but there's also this name that goes in here somewhere, and that's uh, the M-A-R name. So I don't mm-hmm. know if, if that goes to you or, or I was connecting uh, with Dulcinea. It's M-A-R, you said? Yes. Yeah, that would um, probably be my mother, Marianne. Oh, okay. You know, she was coming to me. That's very interesting. She was coming to me before this show. <laughs> yeah, so, she, she tends to do that. <laughs> does she? <laughs> yeah, she's done that before. <laughs> okay. I it, it was interesting. I did connect with Dul, uh, Dulcinea before, and, and we just we weren't talking about you, but I'm mm-hmm. sitting there, and I'm reading for her, and I'm getting this. Anyway, I... There's a couple of things that I want to give you evidential, and the first was the name, which is a very strong evidential of, of her presence with you. The second thing is, would this be the cancer passing connected to you? Um, no, she didn't. She didn't pass from cancer. Okay, the, there's somebody else that's talking about passing from cancer. I don't know if that's uh, within your family or if it's a close friend of mom's, um, but mm-hmm. I'm very aware of it. Uh, that that's there. And who would the rapid passing be? Somebody literally passing very, very quickly. That would probably be my mother. Okay. And did you feel as though there was not a uh, there was not a chance for you to really uh, explore what you wanted to say or what you know what you truly wanted to communicate to her? Yeah, I mean it was it was very um, unexpected. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you this. This ties in with the earlier message that I was giving you about the magazine. Mm-hmm. Through your writing, and, and if you have not published the book yet, uh, there's several books that you are going to be writing. I don't know what you've done so far, but I just know what I know, that Spirit is mm-hmm. showing me that. Um, that through that, that you will be communicating uh, also with her, and that's because there's oneness, because we don't die. And then also that you're going to write partly, you know, some of your experience about her and yeah. your relationship with her. Um, and if you have not done that yet, I feel as though it's also a valid healing tool that you'll be using uh, with this whole journey that you're on uh, with her. Now, she's with the older feminine energy over there, so somebody that preceded her in passing that would have been older than her, so either your grandmother uh, or uh, someone older than her. Yeah, probably her mother. Yeah, and they're telling me there's a second M-A-R name. Hmm. So can you place that? A second M-A-R name? Yeah, um, there's somebody else by that name. Oh, there could be. It could be another Mary. It could be a Marie. Okay, and those are on Mom's side, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, that I, I just want to validate that because i tell you why that happens. It's what I call cameo appearances. 
it, it, they just kind of pop in with name and they go, I'm here. It's like taking attendance, but I'm, right. here, I'm, uh-huh. here, I'm here with mom, and, and I wanted you to know that. And, and your mother it, is in this outdoor setting there. There's a strong association with nature or flowers, uh, and, and that is where you will feel her, by the way, when you connect through nature. Um, and you will also get these, I, I wrote about these, and I'm still with you, ADCs, after-death communication, which is without a medium, and one of them is through scent. So yeah. sometimes if you're sitting at the computer, um, by the way, she will come to you very strongly there. I don't know if you have a photograph of her right near the computer uh, or on the computer, but I feel as though there's also that energy of her there right with you, um, that she will connect with you also through scent. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's another very, very strong way that you will feel mom there. Um, somebody had a dog. There's a dog in spirit. Yeah, well, um, there's a few of us that, that had a dog. Okay, I I, we we didn't, but. Okay, I, I don't know where it goes, but I feel like this the smaller dog energy is there with her mm-hmm. that she's wanting to uh, validate. And. I, I don't know if this goes to her, but I, I have another uh, an energy or somebody talking about a either a, an aneurysm or a blood clotting that happened. That was her. Yeah, she died from a brain aneurysm. Okay, because it feels to me like I'm literally here one minute, I'm gone the next. Exactly. And your mom, I want you to know this too, that your mom had a blackout with that, or actually had, uh, you know, like she was kind of. Uh, uh, didn't feel a tremendous amount of pain. There may have been an initial pain, but then she was gone. Mm-hmm. So I just want you to know that because sometimes people have to understand because people worry. Did they suffer? Did somebody have a lot of right. pain? Your mom is coming through and wanting you to know that it was very quick. I feel like the passing was facilitated by, you know, the older feminine energy. So, again, that would be your grandmother. Mm-hmm. And then there's an intermediary there as well. So I don't know if mom had lost an older sister or there's somebody else and uh, younger than your grandmother that is there too. But these are the feminine energies that were uh, connecting. They actually helped her cross over. Mm-hmm. Uh, people sometimes don't know that, but they know on the other side when we are going to pass. So they were very much aware of that. I've got the older male energy that's being acknowledged here as well. That would either be to you a grandfather or an mm-hmm. uncle, but he is there as well. Um, and where would Robert Bob come, come in to you? Um, that's my father. And is he still here? Yes. Okay. I, I want to validate him because it's your mom validating him very mm-hmm. strongly and saying that hello to dad, you know. Okay. Um, were they, had they been separated or divorced? No, no, they were still together. Okay, they were together. Okay. I, I don't know if dad, like, is having this difficult time dealing with this very rapid passing like you have been. But I feel like I want to send him a, a tremendous amount of healing uh, mm-hmm. For this transition, one of the hardest things is losing a spouse. It's second only to losing a child. In my experience, of thousands of readings, people enter into a lot of grief, and especially with the rapid passing, mm-hmm. uh, people have a lot of problems with that. I also feel like I want to say that that Mom is showing him going on some sort of a uh, a trip, and it may be that we are, you know, doing something for our own healing there. If you don't know about it, I'd like you to keep the message, but there's something coming for your dad. I feel like I want to encourage him to go on it okay. um, in some way. So, And uh, your mom is very, very proud of you. She shows me a clairvoyant image of a certificate coming to you or some sort of an acknowledgement. It's something that you will frame or that you will put up. 
So it may in fact be, I feel it's related to your work or some other, um, you know, achievement that you will have. Mm -hmm. Uh, So mom is showing it hasn't happened yet. It's a prophecy or in the future. Um, So, and uh, she's come to you in dreams, has she not? Oh, many times, yeah. Okay. So you've had those and they've felt very real, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They felt like she's actually there. Um, for all of the listeners, those are real. Those are dream visitations. Not every dream about a loved one is an actual visitation, but many of them are. Um, and she wanted to basically let you know she's made it over and she's fine uh, and that she's on the other side. Now, she's acknowledging the younger male energy that's still here. Would that be a brother of yours? Um, I had a uh, a cousin that she kind of was very, I was very close okay. to, almost like a brother. She was very fond of him. And he's yeah. still alive, correct? Correct, yeah. Okay, she's acknowledging him. And then she's telling me about the, there's a baby coming into this family somewhere. I, coming I in? Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's, there will be, there is a, there's an infant coming into this family, and I don't want to put it that far out. So if you mm-hmm. if you can't validate it now, I'd like you to keep the message. Um, okay. The reason why that soul is still in the spirit world is it's not here yet. Um, mm-hmm. So, but your mom is showing me uh, okay. that. So just to let you know, and uh, there's going to be a little bit of traveling for you as well. I feel that like you do a lot of things through the internet, but mom is showing also for you uh, mm-hmm. some sort of a, uh, some trips coming here, and it will be related uh, to your work or to business. And mm-hmm. I feel as though I want to bring you uh, or put you out into California uh, okay. at some point here. Um, so that will be coming soon, uh, probably during the summer months, late spring, summer, or early fall, around in that four to five month period mm-hmm. um, with things. So uh, I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, your mom brings the roses through. That's just a symbol. I did borrow it from Mr. Edward, but I feel he's an excellent medium. And it does mean uh, that I communicated to you my love. Um, I would also acknowledge for you that if you've written mom a letter or written about her, that she is very much aware of the feelings that were expressed in that writing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've actually written a letter as part of your healing or that you've written, you know, some things that you've done there in your own own work, but she's aware of of what you have written. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave that with you. I don't know if you had any questions or you wanted to um, make any comments, uh, but I'll be quiet while you do that. Uh, uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't really have any questions. Um, but mm-hmm. I, but I have to say that um, the first time I ever experienced anything like this was probably about ten months after she died. It was with George Anderson, who's a medium. Yes. And we uh, we actually went out to Long Island, and and it was the first time I ever experienced anything like it and i really think that we were led to him because after she died uh we just he just popped up everywhere and he was actually somebody that she knew about and so me and my sister had thought at the time i think she really because it was so sudden because there was no goodbye it was just like boom she was gone um there was so much unfinished business almost yeah. where you know and i'm sure that that happens in a lot of circumstances and we just really felt like she was trying to say to us you need to get to this guy you need to get to this guy so um we did schedule it and and it was it was just an amazing experience and so everything that you said is I mean is just dead on accurate and and I just I think I want to do I want to do more about this in my magazine and I just I think it's wonderful and I think it's 
it's just so comforting to so many people, and it, it just really allows you to realize that these people, they're not really gone. They're just physically gone, but they're, you know, they're around and they do try to communicate with you. So I, I thank you very much for it. Yeah, and and uh, I feel as though your mom knows that you're at a more comfortable place now with the passing. Um, I, I also feel with you, again, I, I felt her very strongly that she comes to you through nature uh, and also around water. So that would be a validation. Uh, you know, if you, you go to the seashore, you go to the ocean, you will feel her presence there with you. I also feel with her that there was some uh, association with that or she liked that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, being around water and so forth and so on. Um, do you have a seashell collection at all? Do you have do you have like seashells in the house or any of this kind of stuff? Um, I don't. I I I have like shells that I took from the Bahamas, I think. But okay, I might. I I feel like I'm seeing clairvoyantly those because there were, there's some symbolism in those connected to mom, and and I feel like it may just be. Uh, it's an actual physical item. It's an evidential that you have there. Um, mm-hmm. But I also feel that that. Uh, you know that connection with the eternity of the ocean, of that continuity of consciousness. You know that we feel when we go around water. That that's symbolic for her connection with you. Uh, mm-hmm. The other thing I would say is this: she will communicate with you through electronical means as well. So that would be you know lights flashing, uh, telephone mm-hmm. rings. Nobody's there. We pick it up. We get our own caller ID. Whatever. Uh, I wrote about these. There's a chapter in this book on those. Many clients that I've had come talk about those sorts of things. I feel like I want to tell you that mom will also come to you in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one other thing I want to leave you with. There's something here. There is a reference to a painting. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know what she's referring to? She's literally showing me some sort of a painting that you have hanging or that was connected to her in some way. And it feels to me as though it is a water scene or a nature scene. Um, my father has painted. Um, oh, is he an artist? Yeah, my father's an amazing painter. Yeah, I mean oh he doesn't have a hobby. He doesn't do it as you know professionally. But right, he, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, there's something I want to go to those paintings because your mom is showing me that, and and it was a very strong clairvoyant image regarding these paintings. And and this one in particular, and I, it feels to me as though the feeling of it is a seashore or being around water, that sort of thing. And there's some uh, message in that, or he painted that, uh, you know, for her, or or there was some relevance to her. There's some connection to her that she's wanting to get through uh, symbolically through that particular reference. Uh, okay. So I, I want you to just be aware of it, and you can ask Dad about it as well. Mhm. Okay, great. All right. Thank you so much. I'll leave that with you. Good luck on your uh, magazine. I, I really feel that it's going to be scoping out, and there's a lot of uh, uh, authors and um, some luminaries, actually, in the metaphysical community that you're going to interview and connect with. I know that you already have, but mm-hmm. I already feel that there uh, there's more that will be uh, coming. And there's going to be some sort of um, visual or uh, video uh, connected with that magazine as well. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Great. So, good luck. You you won't need it, though. You're on a good pathway. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate it. 
Tammy, I would like to just take this moment to thank you for our, our relationship, our partnership with Elevated Existence and Evolution Revolution. As you and I know, we have out this week in your March issue an Ariel Ford column that people can find at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com through my website. And of course, you can go directly to Tammy's website at elevatedexistence.com. That's www.elevatedexistence.com. And if you'd like, Tammy, you can go ahead and take a moment to let our audience know what they can find before you leave us. Oh, sure. Um, if you go there, you can actually download the first issue for free, and it has um, an, a picture of Deepak Chopra on the cover. It's a PDF format, um, and that's available for free. We covered the um, Renewal Weekend with the Chopra Center. So that's actually uh, the cover story is covered from that seminar. It was a, a long weekend seminar. And then our most recent issue is our March 2009 issue with um, Hip Hop's Russell Simmons on the cover talking about um, the timely topic of spirituality and business with everything that's going on um, in the world today. And then, of course, we have the, the Evolution Revolution column, um, Ariel Ford, it was a, one of my favorite um, interviews that you did, actually. I thought the book was fabulous, and she gives so many tips in the column that people can use even without reading the book, which I think is, was fabulous. So that's in there. And then the other big feature in the March issue also is the Louise Hayes You Can Heal Your Life conference that we covered in June and um, in, the, in the issue, and we actually went to that in November. And that has a bunch of different authors, um, including Greg Braden, Cheryl Richardson, and, and a bunch of people. And, and that was a great conference, and it was all about healing with your thoughts and your feelings and how we have the power to heal ourselves. And it, it, it was an amazing conference, and I was very proud to offer that as well. So um, people can go and download the free issue and check it out. And it's um, basically a quarterly magazine, um, and it's $10 a year. Great. So coming up for June, what can we expect? Uh, Do you have any, any hints or any, any inklings of what's coming? Uh, we have a few things coming, um, but nothing totally finalized yet, so I don't want to put it out there. You don't want to disclose yet. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't want to disclose yet, but I will let you know. But obviously there will be the Evolution Revolution column, and I'm hoping actually to cover um, a Carol in it as well, so that would be great. Very exciting. Well, we thank you for your time, and we appreciate your willingness to be open to Carol's wisdom and mediumship expertise. Tonight. Absolutely. I, I thank the both of you. Thank you very much. Yes, thank, thank you, Tammy. You. Okay. Bye-bye. Good night. All right, Carol. So thank you so much. That was so exciting for Tammy, myself, and you. It's really neat to see partnerships and you know individuals in this community networking through the media, not just through the radio show here tonight, but also through written publications because there is power in writing. Certainly mm-hmm. is. And um, I, I think that we're going to see more and more um, collaborative efforts, it's so important now for people to realize that we are all connected. It doesn't matter what country we're in, what economic system that we're in, one thing affects the other, and it's really, we're really all one. And and I think that uh, there's going to be more of an awareness or consciousness of, of that uh, as we go go along, and that we need to pull together and to realize that there really is no separation in anything. Yes, and in your book, I'm Still With You, True Stories of Healing Grief Through Spirit Communication, you do an amazing job of giving us several different angles of how we can experience that that exact thing, that we are never alone and that we're all one. And so I'd like, if if you're willing, to give an overview of what your goal was for the book because, of course, as humans, we all experience grief. 
No one here is subjected to not experience grief. It's a part of our growth, our growth opportunities. And so if you can just really um, encapsulate what was the mission for you with the book and, and, the, and just overview the offerings so that people who are experiencing this can understand your very gentle approach and very powerful tools that you offer throughout the book. Yeah, um, really my, my intent with that book was to show people how number one that they are spirit and and that's always that's the focus of my work is to emanate spirit always and that's that's the only thing any of us can really do um we can never heal anyone we can just be spirit and um but but specifically with that book what i wanted to show was how the knowledge of understanding that we don't die and that we can communicate with other realms of existence beyond the physical <clears throat> can help us to heal the illusion of separation. Uh, that 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 really that's what grief is. Grief is our uh, you know the death of someone rips a hole in the fabric of our of our existence, and it leaves that opportunity for spiritual uh, you know enlightenment to to enter, but through pain <laughs> generally through pain. And that's how we grow. Uh, I, and this book, I wanted to show people how understanding that we don't die um, will ease grief. And knowing that we're still with that person, that's why I chose that title, uh, that we are still with them, uh, but just in a different form. Um, so the stories that I use there are, are actual, uh, none of them are, uh, they are, they are exactly transcribed from cassette tapes. Um, from private sessions that I did. There's 20 stories of people who came to me as a spiritual medium. They came wanting to hear from someone in spirit. And uh, then I did a follow-up phone interview with them to ask them, how did this help you? Um, did, did it, was it a step in your healing journey? What are your spiritual beliefs? Um, in what way has this led to uh, you know, spiritual development for you? And and so then they're organized also in chapters, uh, depending upon the the relationship of the deceased person to the client who came. So for example, there's a chapter called Forever Young. Those are people who lost children uh, that came. Um, and then you know a parent's love never dies. Uh, that's people who lost a mom or a dad. Uh, so basically, you know, an overview is who are we beyond this physical body that we have. And who, where do we go when we pass out of it? The second chapter is about uh, death, a beginning. I wanted that to be paradoxical because um, death, is, we think of it as an ending, but it's really a beginning back into our spiritual um, identity. Um, so uh, the book is an easy read. It's available through Amazon.com or through my website, uh, which I believe is linked to your site. Yes, it is, and we'll let them know. It's www.soulvisions.net, and of course you can link up to that through the Evolution Revolution homepage. Yeah, thank you. Sure. Um, and uh, there's a lot of information also on my site about mediumship, how to get a good reading, uh, what to expect, what not to expect when you see a medium. Uh, this is not a cure-all for grief. I, I always am very honest with people you should feel the feelings, go through the journey 
Um, you know, allow yourself the grieving period. Um, you know, if you go to counseling, do that. Uh, we spoke to Tammy. She had um, lost a mother who had a very rapid passing. A lot of times people absolutely have a lack of closure when that happens. And it's difficult. It's difficult enough when someone passes that we know is going to pass, let alone when someone passes unexpectedly. So sometimes we're in that shock state. You know, there's five stages that uh, uh, Kubler-Ross detailed in her groundbreaking work. Um, so it's really important that we allow ourselves to go through those stages. Mediumship is simply another healing tool, um, but you must feel the feelings and go through that journey uh, before you seek a reading. I've actually turned people away because they're too quick uh, for coming for readings. Um, so, but yes. that, that's, that's basically you know what what uh, you know what what you should do when someone passes. Feel the, feel the pain, feel the loss, and then go through the steps. Go through, allow yourself to go through the stages. Very important message, and I, I do want to let people know that the organization of the book really is from A to Z. It's, it starts from just you know awakening to the idea, and, the, and you, the first chapter is from darkness to light, my journey home, and the last chapter is letting go and moving on, tools for healing grief. So you really do cover A to Z with your um, your client examples, as you had mentioned, with the tools, and with I think your own. Um, you add a lot of your own wisdom from your own journey, which of course is very empowering to the reader because they can relate to you. So that's very an important element. What yeah. I'd like to what thank I'd you, like to thank ask you for yes. mentioning that. Thanks. Yes. Yes. And what I'd like to ask you, kind of let's step back from the details of grief and let's look at the bigger picture is why do we create these life challenges? Why do we set ourselves up to encounter grief? Is there um, a blueprint for that grief that we each encounter individually? And what's its purpose and then how do we, of course, manifest optimally through that experience? Yeah, um, I wrote about those. Um, I've discovered through years of doing reading for people uh, in mediumship, connecting with the spirit world, not only deceased loved ones, but spirit guidance, you know, those those souls that have agreed before we've come here into physical realm, that have agreed to help us on this life's journey. And what I have discovered, and again, this is my truth, uh, I can only share, and I always tell people this is what I've seen. You know, your your experience may be different uh, than mine, but what I've seen through many thousands of readings, I've actually lost count of how many readings I've done. There's been, been thousands for people. I have seen how people, souls, write these, uh, I term them blueprints um, for the life's incarnation. So coming here into the physical realm we kind of pre-plan life, and that doesn't mean that we don't have free will. We certainly do. Uh, I've seen that in operation many times, as I'm sure you have in your work. Um, we, you know, we we have choice, and we're able to do that. What I have discovered, though, and what my own spirit guidance has shown me, is that these these uh, plans called blueprints are. Uh, things that we we write we, with the help of spirit guidance before we come here, and basically what they consist of are lessons to be learned. Uh, 
uh, areas of, of our spiritual identity that are out of balance, that still need healing. And so some of them may be rather difficult challenges that, for example, someone who is born into a family in which there's a tremendous amount of, of abuse or, for example, alcoholism uh, or poverty. Those are life challenges that, that could well be part, and I believe are part, of a divine life blueprint. And through those, uh, the soul grows, and the soul will gather uh, experience through those particular challenges. And you mentioned grief. Um, one of the things that, that I've seen is that perhaps someone who is orphaned, you know, at a very young age, and, and you think, what could be worse than that? Uh, there was something there that that soul really needed through experiencing that loss. Perhaps it's self-reliance. You know, perhaps it's perseverance. Uh, people who experience, I've had clients that have come, they've experienced the death of not only a spouse at a relatively young age, but a fiancé. This, this is uh, um, a person in the book. Uh, I wrote her story in there. And... <laughs> She actually uh, said to me, I don't understand why this has happened. And there was anger with her. There was um, a turning away from her uh, spiritual belief because of the uh, loss that she had with, with losing two significant people in her life at a relatively young age. Uh, the last I spoke with her, which was quite some time ago, she was still processing that and trying to understand why that happened to her. Both of them were relatively very quick passing, so there was no, again, time for closure with that or saying goodbye. So I, I believe that in some way these blueprints serve as um, opportunities for growth for us on a spiritual level. And there are certain codes, furthermore, that I've seen with people that will be activated at certain times in their life, and they are very subconscious. Um, I've spoken about the Akashic record. That's, you know, a term that means um, it's a it's a, an imprint of everything that we've ever done or said or been through many lifetimes. And and many other intuitives and mediums have spoken about this and written about it. Uh, the Akashic, if you can read it, will reveal the life's plan. It will reveal the blueprint. So you can actually read that on a person if you're intuitive. Very um, neat. Yes. Um, so that started happening to me spontaneously uh, a while ago when I first started. I've been in this business for a while, uh, well, well over a decade. And in the beginning, it started happening, and I thought, what am I seeing? What is that? It kind of played out. I'd get these fuzzy impressions of uh, the person that's sitting there in another time or another place. And uh, so I believe I was seeing the Akashic. And that's, you know, it can be past incarnation information. It can also hold the future uh, based on the intent, you know. And if you are, um, if you're sensitive, you can get in there and you can you can read that for a person, hopefully for purposes of healing, you know. Um, you don't want to read it unethically with, with somebody. Um, so these blueprints are stored in there. Um, and, and we will have them activated at certain times. There are also karmic relationships that we have that are um, part of the blueprint. 
So you and I spoke briefly about karmic relationships prior to the show. And yes. Perhaps yes. some of your, your listeners have felt, you know, I've connected with this certain person and I feel like I've known him before. There's this magnetic attraction. I can't seem to release the relationship. I feel very close to them or I feel compelled to to see it through. Um, you know, that's definitely uh, probably part of the blueprint and there's something there that needs to heal, um, you know, within you and that other individual. Uh, blueprints are much more open-ended than contracts. Uh, I don't, some mediums and intuitives have said about contracts, I don't like that word because it, it doesn't, I, I don't feel it permits for free will. Um, so that's why I've, I've written about blueprints. Yes, yes, they're very empowering. And I think we have done a reading prior to the show this evening, and you had also mentioned about my Akashic records and looking at, I think, in, for me, it was personally in terms of a relationship. And so what, you're, what I hear you saying and what I experienced was that you're able, through looking at the Akashic uh, records, able to look at either past, current, or future information to validate that it's been a part of my experience and possibly give some meaning to that experience. Yeah, and there's a lot of people out there right now doing uh, uh, Akashic Record work. Uh, I always encourage people, and I actually have a section in the book, How to Find a Reputable Medium. Usually that's going to be through word of mouth. You know, 90% of my clients are word of mouth, except for the radio and TV that I I do. Uh, But the the vast majority of my clients, they're referred, uh, you know, because they've had a good experience. And I I really believe that... that, um, you know, that's the way to find somebody who's ethical in this field is by really, you know, getting a recommendation from a family or, or friend. And also the same with someone who's doing past life work. There are people who don't have the highest intent. So it's, it's very important to connect with someone who truly is interested in your welfare and healing, has a healing, you know, basis to their work. Uh, so even tune in through a photograph on their website or whatever and feeling the energy of that person um, because, I mean, it's really, um, you know, there's a lot of responsibility when you start reading energy for people and you're, you're acting as a healing vehicle um, for spirit. You know, I really feel that people should be coming from a high space. So I encourage that, you know, check it out, check out the credentials of the person, um, you know, how many sessions have they done uh, and that, this sort of thing. Um, so, but there's a lot of past life work, and I actually believe that it's going to become more common that we will actually develop a means to hook into the Akashic through. Um, and I just heard this today, by the way, on Coast to Coast uh, mm-hmm. AM. <laughs> just heard yeah. this today. There was a, uh, an author, and I, I am um, remiss to remember his name, but I was talking about actually having mechanical means, like through a computer, to hook oh, into wow. the Akashic. So I believe that technology is coming, uh, that we'll be able to do that, um, you know, not just energetically through psychic means, but through um, electronic. Technological advancement, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. So in the book, I'm Still With You, you have a great resource section, and not only do you include information about mediumship, but you also include information about grief, about groups about local uh, you know, communities that you can, and organizations that you can connect with, hospice, mental health association. Um, you have suicide, the, uh, excuse me, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, 
the Association for Pet Loss and Bereavement, which I think is an important point that we're not only talking about humans when we speak about spirit communication. Um, we do, Carol and I aren't personally focusing on the, uh, the element of pets, but pets are um, also spirits who do transfer over who are eternally with us. So that's yes. an important point to bring forth. <laughs> they definitely are, and I, I can tell you 100% they don't die either. They go to green meadows and outdoor settings on the other side. Sometimes I've seen them with loved ones many times, and our reading tonight with Tammy, there was the small dog that was being brought through. Uh, she may be able to, when she um, recalls that message, she'll be able to place that. I was seeing that dog very clearly uh, with her. Um, unless I was having bleed through from you, which sometimes happens if there's. Something. I was doing my best to have my space neutral. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I've done uh, this. Just happened. I, I I did a Knoxville, Tennessee radio show. Wonderful show. Uh, he has a lot of mediums on there. Um, anyway, <laughs> there's callers on the line. They're on hold, and and I'm giving a reading to somebody, and and the person's going, "Well, I'm not sure what you're talking about." And then I get an email from someone. This, this is a true story that just happened. I got an email from a lady. She goes, everything you were saying, I was on hold for that show, was going to me. Oh, so wow. Sometimes that happens. Yes, uh, yes. So if you have a, the small dog in spirit, <laughs> I <can> give him <laughs> to you. Um, <laughs> but but uh, clearly, he's kind of like a, a terrier type of dog. So. Oh, that was my dog. That oh, was my mine. gosh. It, his name is Bosco. Was, was, he a, uh, was he a corn terrier? He was a little like, um, I think he was a Yorkshire Terrier. Well, similar to the Wizard of Oz, Toto yes, type? Yes, okay. exactly, but a little bit smaller. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's exactly. A, will you please tell Tammy that? I definitely <laughs> will let Tammy know. I'll send her an email right after this show. That was my dog. <laughs> oh, my heavens. So, and, you know, that's why I've only had one dog my whole life, and that was him. But yeah, I didn't the little, click. The little Terrier. And yes. he's in spirit right now, right? Oh, yes. Okay. I have to tell you, he comes around you sometimes, and I see him lying on the bed, and, and I don't know if he slept in bed or he was real close to you, but I, I see him there, and, and uh, he's also chasing a butterfly. So it's Aww. very interesting what I was saying. And and I feel it's symbolic for you, too, meaning that um, there's a transformative energy working with you right now. It's usually what the butterfly yes. represents. But also that uh, animals don't die, and I can tell you he's been around you. Animals uh, really represent unconditional love. Many readings I've done, they come through, and and uh, uh, I've had horses <laughs> come through, and, yes. and and turtles. I mean, it's just funny, but but um, they are still connected to us. I've actually had personal experience from a, a, a deer dog that I had a basset hound that visited me in the middle of the night uh, through scent. So bassets kind of have strong hound scent to them. Yeah. She actually communicated to me that way. So, <laughs> um, That's so they, fun. They don't, yeah, they, they don't. Um, and, and the other thing about animals is they are pure essence of, of the divine energy. They, they don't have egoic consciousness. So they're very present. They're very much in the now moment. We we keep hearing about all the material, you know, Eckhart Tolle and many other spiritual teachers now are talking about the now moment. Uh, Tolle's a very, very important and relevant spiritual teacher. Uh, he's certainly been a way shower for many people. I think animals are, are, are teachers here, too, in, in, a, in a non-human form. Uh, they teach us about being here now. They really do not have a concept of time. 
uh, I know with my own dogs, they, they will greet me the same as if I'm gone five minutes or five days, you know. They That's just, so true. It's very welcoming, you know. When you said that, my lights flashed. <laughs> the electricity. Oh, so we'll just bring up a point here in the book that you mentioned, is that spirit will often communicate through different means, and one of them is electricity. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, um, those are what I call ADCs. And actually, I did not coin that term. That was originally coined by Bill and Judy Guggenheim in their book, Hello from Heaven. Um, that is a classic book. It's all on ADCs, after-death communication without a medium. It's uh, spontaneous and direct from the spirit world to people and that are, have deceased loved ones in spirit. So I thought it was a relevant enough topic to include it in the book. Uh, electricity is certainly, and I gave Tammy those messages. I feel her mother's communicated to her in that way. Um, you know, it's when the lights will flash and there's no reason for that. Um, I've had this actually happen during readings I'm giving to clients where the lights will go completely out for like 10 seconds and then they come back on. And there's no no reason, you know. Um, I've had, uh, I once gave a message program, uh, like a gallery type thing like John Edward does, and it it was in a pub. And there was a jukebox there, and it, the pub was closed for the day. We were just using it for this program. The jukebox spontaneously comes on. It just starts playing uh, during this message program. It was very, very cool uh, when that happened. And uh, these are ADCs. These are all examples. The other thing is I mentioned the butterfly. Uh, I'm sure some of your listeners have had these things happen, the butterfly coming, and they feel it's a, uh, a, a, you know, a communication from a deceased loved one. Uh, birds are common, other animals that come into the yard or come very close that we see in a cluster. Um, I've had the butterfly follow me wherever I go. It's one form or another. I get messages from the butterfly in my own life, you know. Um, So there are many of these things, the answering machine, the television, uh, doorbells. (laughs) All of these um, are examples of ADCs without the assistance of a medium. So I don't know how spirit does it, but they do it. And it could be because we become pure energy when we pass and we're able to manipulate energy in that way. Yes, and I think that is so important. Um, There was a movie, Dragonfly, with Kevin Costner, and he had lost, it's a great movie out of years ago, he had lost his wife who was a doctor working in an underdeveloped country and so obviously she died like in, um, it, there were torrential rains and the village she was in was swept through, into the river. And so he was in America while she was there, not obviously knowing it had happened. And in America, he, he had a, a bit a bird and the bird was giving him messages nonstop and he was like getting so mad at the bird, he gave the bird to the neighbor, I, I believe I recall. He was just like, this bird won't shut up. Like he didn't get it at all. So then the spirit, his former wife, started like moving things. Like he'd be on his nightstand and she would move like a, a piece of glass or she'd flicker the light. And it took him a couple days and he was a medical doctor. So his science logical mind was really struggling with the idea that this was truly his wife communicating with him. But after so many experiences and all of his uh, colleagues telling him to go see a shrink, 
<laughs> and get on some meds. <laughs> he finally came into the willingness to receive the, the spiritual messages. And that's really what your book, I'm Still With You, True Stories of Healing Grief Through Spirit Communication, offers. It's just a true reminder of the essence that their presence is here. And I think that just by us humans knowing that that presence is still existent, it gives us some peace of mind that when we pass, our presence will still be existent. And it allows yeah. us to remember that we're one. Yeah, and and uh, I, I did not see that movie, but I can tell you that there are many stories I've heard from clients. That was my, um, that's why I included that chapter in the book, Spirit Speaks, Understanding After Death Communication, because uh, many readings I've done, people will say, you know, there's strange things going on. I feel as though it's my wife. I feel as though it's my husband. I feel as though it's my child. Um, and, you know, there's no explanation for why what is happening is happening to them. And thank you for mentioning moving objects because that is another way. Uh, I, I Again, I, I don't think any of us know how this happens. You know, how? what are the physics of it? How can it happen? But I I know that it does. And, um, you know, there there are um, also examples of clients that have called me, talk about synchronicity, two on the same day, both widows, one old, one young, uh, on the same day, these two very different types of clients uh, who, who I'd seen years apart call me and say, hey, is it possible to call your own house? How, how does your caller ID show up on your own phone? And I said, I've never heard of that. And they said, well, it happened today. And very, very, um, you know, interesting phenomena like that that I have had personal experience with from clients, you know, that have told me, I, I don't, I really don't think it is possible to call your own house. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so either. If we asked the phone company, I think they would tell us that it's technically not possible. <laughs> yeah, and and to have the caller ID register your own number. Um, wow. So it's very, you know, these sorts of things that just cannot be explained um, by any scientific means or whatever. I don't know how spirit does it. I just know that they do. And I know that they want us to know that they're around us all the time, that we're to go on with our life, that we're to, you know, think of them as still being with us, but just in another form, uh, that they communicate through dreams. Uh, one of the messages earlier in our earlier reading with Tammy was about her mom coming through many times in dreams. Um, that is a really strong form of communication from the other side because we're receptive when we sleep, so we're less apt to judge uh, something. You know, when our mind is out of the way. Yes, <laughs> our mind is sleeping. So, and we actually travel to the astral plane. The sure. astral plane is the same place as heaven. When we go, when we die, we actually travel there. The only difference is when we die, um, that that cord that attaches us, the energy body, to the physical will dissolve. So then we're free of the physical vehicle. And that kind of keeps us grounded in the in the body when we're here on earth doing what we need to do here. When we sleep, that we can expand and it's limitless we're still attached, when we die, that cord dissolves. So that's, wow. that's the difference. Uh, so every night we're kind of dying in a way. No, we're not. It, um, it, but we will come back into um, into the physical. Uh, and 
the soul will know when it's time and when its lessons here are finished. What is the importance of forgiveness in spirit communication? Well, uh, I can tell you that many readings that I have done uh, in my career, um, the other side will come through with uh, wanting to know, uh, or, or I should say communicating um, messages of forgiveness. For example, unfinished business, somebody, you're in an argument with somebody, they go out, they're in, a, they're in a fatal car accident. This has happened. I've had people come to me. They are wrought with guilt. They are beside themselves. They are unable to move through the, the process of, of healing because they cannot forgive themselves for being, you know, at odds with this person and they passed. That's one example. Then there's examples of, you know, somebody comes through and they they were not so nice of a person when they were here. And they didn't communicate that to the person who's coming. I call them the sitter uh, in the mediumistic session. Uh, that they're, they're, they were mean to that person. They were unkind to them. They'll come through and say, you know, I'm really sorry. I, I, I can see now what I did. Um, and, and the person sitting there with me will cry. And it, it's a release for them because they were struggling with it. They were uh, at, not at peace with the relationship. So what it does is free the person on the other side to move on, and it frees the person here. So it's a two-way street, forgiveness, and it's really a letting go uh, on a spiritual level. You know, uh, um, you know, you hear to forgive is divine. I really believe it is divine because um, it is um, a lessening of, of our humanness. You know, we want to hold resentment or we want to be in the ego. Uh, forgiveness comes from divine energy. I really believe that. Yes. There's been many things communicated uh, in sessions I've done with forgiveness. Uh, I remember a, uh, I was doing a gallery reading one time, and uh, there was a woman there, and I her father came through, and he 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 showed me a belt, and this belt was symbolic. He had been very abusive, physically abusive to this woman, and I knew ethically because um, there are ethics in mediumship. I didn't want to say that you know to her and I said please see me after the program and she did and she came up to me and uh, I communicated to her the clairvoyant image I'd seen of her dad and her dad was wanting to come through with forgiveness with that and she listened to everything I said and she was kind of um, I felt like she was not fully ready to receive that that she was actually I feel in a way maybe a little bit embarrassed that I had known that about her. Sure. But I, I planted, I gave her what he wanted me to give her. And that's just my, that's my role. My role is only as a messenger. And um, there were other messages that day too. It was kind of like when I do these group sessions that spirit will bring through a theme or something, you know, that they want to talk about uh, healing or forgiveness with people's, uh, you know, loved ones that have passed. There was another woman there that had a father that was, not so nice. I think he was alcoholic and uh, had never been there for her and was coming through and going, you know, I never took responsibility for my life when I was there. I'm now taking responsibility for it. I see what I did. Um, I love you and I, I just am asking for forgiveness, you know. So those are all examples that can happen in a, 
in the role of healing, and it's it's a, a it's a letting go for both sides of the veil. When, when very I'm important, there. very important. We are speaking with Carol Obley, author of I'm Still With You, True Stories of Healing Grief Through Spirit Communication. You can find Carol on the web at www.soulvisions.net. You can also link up with her through the uh, Evolution Revolution homepage, of course. And on her website, you'll find some services. She offers phone, in-person couples, hands-on healing, um, message programs, message circles, Akashic Past Life readings. Of course, she has a classes and workshops page and a media page. So be sure to check it out, www.soulvisions.net. So as we leave the hour this evening, Carol, I was wondering if you'd be willing to give us three uh, real simple steps that we can do to increase our awareness of the spirit presence around us. Yeah, well, the first is to always connect with the the uh, divine energy or presence, that's with the capital P, within yourself. That's uh, it, especially important during these times that we're in right now. There's many people running scared. There's a lot of fear out there right now. Uh, the only way out of that is through the energy within that is divine, that is eternal. So connecting with that within self, that can be through meditation or prayer. Those are also tools that we can use. Um, and then I, I also tell people to connect, suggest to connect through photographs with loved ones. Uh, a photograph is an actual capturing of that person's energy. Uh, you can connect with them. And thirdly, you know, comes to mind, and these are all mentioned in the book too if people are interested, writing a letter to that individual. What would you say if they were sitting right now across from you? What would you say to them? What did you want to communicate that was not communicated when they were here? And also open your inner ear to listen to spirit because spirit is constantly giving us uh, signs, reassurance, messages, guidance, and to connect with that. And writing is actually a valid way to do that, to still your mind and have your journal there, a spiritual journal, and ask a question. Do a short, very short meditation and then write down what you felt or experienced during the meditation. And the impressions, just so we can let people know, they can come through feeling, seeing, hearing, tasting, um, and knowing. Those yes. are, I mentioned five, just real five basic six sensory. And, of course, you can find more of that information in the book and on, her, on Carol's website as well. But the impressions may come in that space in many different ways. There's no right or wrong. There's no rules. <laughs> That's exactly right. Great. And you may you may get a tapestry like I do. It's a combination. Yes, that's what I do as well, actually, Carol. I think that many um, gifted mediums, clairvoyants, after using their gifts over time, they become so integrative. Uh-huh. Yes, that's so. That's that's very true. Yes. Well, spirit communication is a gift from the most loving, abundant universe and serves as a tangible reminder of the unconditional love that flows from the universal creator. The unique presence that spirit can offer in our life presents meaning and radiates an essence that we are all connected beyond the limited physical realm, offering comfort and a reminder that we are never truly alone nor separate. Embrace your infinite connection to the limitless spirit and manifest the healing, understanding, joy, peace, and acceptance that you are truly seeking from the deepest depths of your heart. 
Next week on April 2nd, we'll have Neil Donald Walsh returning to Evolution Revolution to discuss two recent book releases, Conversations with God and Uncommon Dialogue, Embracing the Love of the Universe, and Conversations with God and Uncommon Dialogue, Living in the World with Honesty, Courage, and Love. More divine wisdom and insightful guidance from a dedicated spiritual teacher. On April 9th, Dr. Amit Goswami will be returning. And on April 16th, we'll have Janine Kimmel and Amber Hinton. On April 23rd, we'll be speaking with Dr. Teresa Martin and Dr. Christine Madar from the School of Metaphysics. And coming up on April 30th, we'll have Lee Gertz. On May 7th, we'll have Patricia Bish. And on May 14th, we'll be speaking with Ruth Pope. Coming up on May 21st, Laura Hansen will make an appearance. And on May 28th, we'll be speaking with Whitney Frey. Back on June 4th, we'll be happy to speak with Barbara Hanclow once again. And on June 11th, Stephen Asma. On June 25th, we have Matt Zoe. And on July 9th, we'll be speaking with Dr. Stephen Farmer once again. And on July 16th, we'll speak with Sharon Jeffers. Coming up on August 13th, we'll speak with Dr. Denise Baudet. And on August 27th, Dr. David Burchelli. And once again, on September 10th, we'll speak with Peggy McCall. You can purchase all of the author's books featured on Evolution Revolution at www.amazon.com or link up to their individual websites through the Evolution Revolution homepage at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com. Please join me in the upcoming weeks on the revolutionary independent production of Evolution Revolution for some exciting guests and uplifting inspiration. You can further explore under the upcoming guests on the homepage. Also, please explore the Evolution Revolution, Evolution Revolution archive shows with inspirational authors that can be found on the Evolution Revolution homepage and the Radio Archives tab. And of course, all episodes are available for free in the iTunes Store by searching Evolution Revolution Podcasts. The archived shows are available 24 hours a day to listen to and include amazing talent such as Karen Anderson, Barbara Marks Hubbard, Dr. Eric Pearl, Dr. Stephen Farmer, Arielle Ford, Peggy McCall, Barbara Hanclow, Gary Zukoff, Neil Donald Walsh, Charles Virtue, and more. Please share Evolution Revolution with others who may desire to join us in the future for an enlightening experience. I'm a metaphysical teacher, healer, and spiritual counselor who offers clairvoyant readings and teleclasses via phone, allowing me to connect with people anywhere. Please visit my website at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com under the Services and Events page, which includes client testimonials and a wealth of information. A divine and spiritually enlightening experience awaits you. Co-create with Evolution Revolution. We are seeking partners to help Evolution Revolution evolve and expand to even more people across the globe. If you are interested in partnering and supporting the rapid development of Evolution Revolution, please explore the Evolution Revolution tab at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com towards the bottom. I look forward to hearing from you about the infinite possibilities to co-create in the highest light and with the grandest intentions. Thank you for joining Evolution Revolution this evening with my honored guest, Carol J. Obley. Much gratitude to you for listening and supporting the revolutionary independent production of Evolution Revolution Radio. I wish you all abundant heavenly love, including peace, joy, abundance, gratitude, and love today and always. Abundant miracles. Good night.